there are some scary issues besides thunder in the background. Thank you, my fellow Americans. It is President Trump. It is incredible. I know. Believe me. Look, I am here to welcome people to the show. It's across the county with a huge patriotic American, Noah. Noah. He even owns an ark, from what I've been told. He's a great guy. Believe me. Look. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start bank the vote. It's that simple. We're putting out early voting, and the key is this. We're going to take a long time, but all the votes need to be counted well in advance, and that's the way we're going to make sure that every vote is counted. So I'm going to start to count right now, between now and the 2024 election. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, President pr- President Trump, President Trump, try, slow slow down. I, I mean, actually, Philip Hirsch, my good friend. Right here and across the county. How are you, my friend? It's good to have you back and uh, talk about the issues of the day. And you're an excellent counter. Uh, oh, thank you. Well, it is uh, it, it is good to be back, uh, even with all the rain in the background. Uh, wow, it, it has been a minute, uh, as they say, since I've been back. But uh, I'm glad to have uh, scored the proverbial hat trick. That is awesome. Well, I know. Let's start off with something that you and I actually have been watching together you and i are big ai watchers of the uh technology technocracy theme and apparently there's some big to do about economic implications that are going to ensue when uh there's a tech titan that's going to be launching a new currency with i hate even saying this global id Wow. Well, even God agreed with you on that one. As we heard some thunder in the background there, it almost sounded See, like everything falling. was affirmed. Yes, indeed. So that is frightening. Uh, there's, there's no question. Number one, if global ID, let's just say, can track you or track every purchase that you make, well, that's the kind of currency I do not want uh, in my hands. Or in my household. Yeah, you, you would think, especially here in America, where yeah. we are given individual rights and individual freedoms, that even if it wasn't global, that goes against mm-hmm. everything America stands for, which, I, and I know I've heard uh, politicians in America are trying to cook up an American version of that. I want no part of that either. That seems yeah. like something that we should not want a part of in any way, shape, or form. Now, any, anything that has the, the word world in it could be problematic, whether it's new world order, world coin, uh, anything along those lines is a problem. So, wow, like I said, it is a problem. And uh, I believe the good Lord agrees with me. So uh, I say this, let's just stick to good old gold-based you know, a gold-based standard or a gold standard, as they say. And, and that's the way things used to be in our country. Uh, unfortunately, we no longer have a gold standard when it comes to the dollar. So basically, we have monopoly money, and which is also problematic. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole. And according to this article at WND.com, people can check it out. They yeah. want to use this world ID as a global digital passport. 
I mean, that basically says, other than we're, we're going to track you from here to there to there, you're not making the right purchases. I can see this coming. Again, this isn't a opinion of mine, then you know what? Maybe we're not going to let you move about society. Mm -hmm. Easily. There's going to be a credit system in place, as is the case already with China. And so once that happens here, oh, they don't like the fact that, well, we understand that you're opposed to electric vehicles or you're opposed to mandates or shutdowns or you believe in natural immunity. It could be a matter of whatever issue is uh, of most concerning, you know, they could easily take away your ability to even drive a car. So that, that's what's, uh, it's, it's really scary. Believe me, it is just a, a very frightening scenario. And the fact that it's even being considered is something that should wake people up immediately, you would hope. Well, you would hope so. And you're hearing more and more of this in, in the news various local outlets, mainstream outlets. And so people should pay attention because this is something, it's not science fiction. It is around the corner. And if you don't want it, you need to be making your voice heard about it. So Phil, there's this story that is swirling within a story. And the mm -hmm. other part of this is that OpenAI CEO, Sam Altman's cryptocurrency initiative. Now that goes along with what we've been talking about, World ID, Global ID, and they want to use this with a hope for universal basic income. That's been floated around. That's scary enough. Yeah. Apparently that this has launched on Monday, according to the project website. And this is where it gets even freakier. So WorldCoin, a cryptocurrency project, is placing orbs all across the planet that scan somebody's irises apparently this is going to be able to determine somebody's uniqueness somebody's individual footprint if it will and it's going to be able to determine whether this is actually a person or if it's artificial intelligence that is that's a little creepy yeah uh that's putting it mildly number one when that happens say goodbye to your money because at the flip of a switch it doesn't matter whether it's a hacker or a government hacker, for that matter. Uh, they can just determine, well, you know, based on your social credit score, you didn't fare very well. We didn't like the fact that you spoke out against certain issues that are dear to our hearts. And as a result, you lose your driving privileges or your money is automatically withdrawn from your account and it's put in a special fund in the name of equity and there you go. And I, mean, I laugh that, at this because they at. also say it's, 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 it's going to be secure. It's going to be private. That should make me feel so much better, Phil. Not at all. Uh, incredibly alarming, disturbing, to say the least. People should be hopping mad. People should be speaking out against this. And thank God you are raising this uh, very important issue because it's not just a matter of privacy. But, you know, for the government to get that kind of access where they can literally just withdraw your money with just a matter of keystrokes, that is uh, beyond scary. It makes you want to uh, open up a new bank called uh, First Bank of Mattress. Yeah, First Bank and, of Mattress uh, uh, International. I mean, you yeah. know, exactly. Uh, and, you know, all to, you know, make sure that I have a human presence, which let me poke myself, Phil. Yes, I'm human. 
I think I'm going to be okay. Again, people, you can check out this article that we're kind of going over by Jason Cohen at the Daily Caller News Foundation. Actually, the website is WND.com, where I found the article. You can check it out there. Speaking of voices and having them being heard, there's voices being heard up in Hollyweird because there's a writer's strike and an actor's strike that's going on right now. Uh, Studio executives are trying to work out an agreement, and I don't see this ending anytime soon. I want to get your two cents, but this from Breitbart. I was just reading an article today that says Gavin Newsom, great Governor Gavin Newsom of the Golden State, has offered to help negotiate the Hollywood strike. And uh, they've pretty much told him no. Well, that's probably the most intelligent thing I heard coming out of this strike. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so that that actually is some good news. Uh, and, that's, and in fact, I believe that the producers and the actors can all agree on that. Uh, no question. So here's what is very interesting. This is what I call the perfect trifecta, if you will. You have, for the first time since 1960, the Writers Guild on strike as well as the SAG-AFTRA being on strike. So they're opposed to the AMPTP, and obviously the producers, they have their viewpoints. Uh, There are some scary issues besides thunder in the background. Uh, The the most important one, of course, is AI, where the producers don't want to, uh, say, use it or his likeness. Instead, they would use AI to replicate that image, and they would use it over and over again in the future without compensation. And that See, is this is something, that, I mean, I can't say that I disagree because it's like, if you want me and you want what I'm going to be able to offer, that's through me and me alone. Not that yeah. you have some recording uh, that you've processed and now through artificial intelligence, you can get away with not using me or paying me. That doesn't seem right, Mr. Phil. Yeah, no, I, that I totally agree with. And, and the actors, uh, at least sag after raises a valid point on that front. But here's where it gets a little bit dicey. You see, for the last two and a half years or so, uh, there was a RTWA or return to work agreement where SAG-AFTRA and the producers sat down and said, well, let's work together. And the only people who can work on set are the ones who are, quote unquote, up to date with our shots. So if you were not, you were basically left out in the cold. So The irony is that it was the, I guess you can say the unvaxxed constituency that spoke out against this early on. They protested the mandates. They spoke out against AI and how it's being used. And it was pretty much ignored by SAG-AFTRA. Now, all of a sudden that the mandates, quote unquote, have been lifted. And that, of course, is off the books. It doesn't mean that on the books something could happen, but who knows? All of a sudden, they're all on strike. So ask yourself this, why didn't SAG-AFTRA do this earlier? Why did they wait till now when all of a sudden the mandates are lifted? So it does make you wonder. I have to say their timing is a little bit uh, suspicious. And I personally think they would have been a more unified union had they addressed some of those issues early on, like basically telling the producers, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to discriminate against people just because they refuse to take something experimental. Do you see a solution on either side of the equation that they can uh, meet at to get everybody back to work? Uh, People are obviously going to have a lack of entertainment here in the very near future. Heaven forbid they might have to read a book. 
But I mean, obviously, a lot of the big movies out this summer, and I think they're kind of running out of real estate and will be very shortly. Uh, what's the solution in your mind, Phil? Well, here's how I'm going to see it. It's going to be done in piecemeal. You're going to have individual studios that are going to reach out and come to some kind of a consensus and say, hey, look, guys, we want to work. We want you to work, too. Let's just meet halfway somewhere and see what could work. Perhaps even an interim agreement, uh, if possible, could be hammered out. I just don't see it right now. I mean, you have really both sides that are digging their heels in and they, uh, you know, there really is no negotiating, uh, it seems, or at least it, it's at a stalemate. Maybe they can take a page or two out of UPS. UPS was about to go on strike, but they averted it at the last minute because they came up with some reasonable solution. And also, I think UPS and the Teamsters realize, hey, you know what? I think businesses are far more concerned about getting their product to market or selling things versus, eh, you know what? Couldn't care less about the actors. I'd rather watch reruns of Little House on the Prairie. That's well, it also goes, we're running out of time here, as we always do with... Oh. Philip Hirsch. We're going to have him give his particulars at the end of the interview. He is an amazing entertainer and impersonator and actor. Uh, but you have a lot of these companies, they're having to kind of scale back the woke fill because they realize if they don't, uh, specifically Disney, they're losing money hand over fist. And at the end of the day, they realize, hey, profit is a good thing. It is uh, the old adage, go woke, go broke. Uh, I think a lot of companies are starting to realize that, and some might be a little bit too late for them in terms of uh, being fully recovered. But, uh, you know, they should either put their finger to the wind and say, yeah, you know what, guys, let's look what happened with Bud Light. Let's look at what happened with Target, CMT and others. Uh, this could be problematic. Uh, we shouldn't go there. Let's uh, let's be more neutral, <laughs> if anything, rather than taking a stand, perhaps, but just, gosh, be pro-American. I don't see how difficult that is, you know? It, it's well, really it's like I went to go see the place. newest Mission Impossible movie the other day and absolutely mm. loved it. I've seen it two times now. And wow. the fact that there was not a hint of wokeness in it was super refreshing. Tom Cruise just mm. keeps hitting out of the park. And that's yep. why you have movies like these, Phil, that continue to make money hand over fist because that's the entertainment people want to see. No question. Just like when I saw Maverick, it was amazing. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad I did because I saw the original Top Gun, of course, like so many did in the theaters. But this one was so rewarding in so many ways as well. So, you know what? I got to give Tom Cruise a lot of credit. And he is someone who is a capitalist. He loves making money. And with good reason, he's one of the best in the biz in terms of what he does. In fact, the guy does his own stunts for crying out loud. I mean, that's uh, that's very telling. If you haven't seen Mission Impossible yet, I urge you to go see this, my friend, because the stunts he does in this movie, yeah, this isn't spoiling it. Let's just say he takes a motorbike and runs it off a mountain cliff is going to yeah. leave you like, oh, my goodness. And yes, he actually did it, yeah, which is incredible. I actually saw uh, one of the clips of him doing that behind the scenes and uh, talk about emotion. Wow. I, I mean, you see all, everyone hugging each other because it was successful. Thank God. But, uh, you know, I jump off my bed and I think, well, that was a pretty good deal there, Phil. Then I look at Tom Cruise. Not even close, Phil. Yeah. For the record, too, when I jump off my bed, Phil, <laughs> I do not use green screen. It's actually me jumping off my bed. Yeah, I thank God I have plush carpeting. That, that does help. That it's does padded. cushion the landing very nicely. Well, it, Philip Hirsch, so. where can people find your wide array of 
tomfoolery, which is all things entertainment, including acting and impersonating and everything in between? Well, let's see. Uh, as far as uh, crazy voiceovers and podcasts and everything in between, uh, I have a site called shockandoy.com. Uh, it's actually quite funny. It's uh, in the process of uh, coming together. We're getting all those pages uh, up and running. So Very you nice. can hear me in past work. My fan page, uh, that would be when I'm not in Facebook jail, facebook.com forward slash Philip Hirsch fan page, Philip with one L H E R S H fan page and IMDB dot me forward slash Philip P H I L I P H E R S H to see all of the wonderful credits that I worked on while I was living out in the state of California. And of course I have a lot of Florida credits too. That's very, very nice. And hopefully people will check you out all the plethora of platforms. And what number would you say if you had to pick a number, Phil, would former President Trump be on right now if he was still counting votes? Um, I think he's on 279, if I'm not mistaken. The next time we have you back on, hopefully very shortly, we're going to see, because it will be before the 2024 election, what number he's actually at. I'm amazed. This bank the vote thing seems to be, I mean, start now, start early, count all the votes. Sounds like a good thing to me. I'm telling you, it's never too early to start. That's for sure. (laughs) Philip Hirsch, thanks for joining us on Across the County, my friend. You got it. Keep up the good fight. You too, sir. Noah here and Across the County. Check him out. He is Philip Hirsch.